Welcome to the Super Armenian Brothers Podcast. I'm your host, Matthew. I'm joined with my co-host, Colt, today. And this is our first official episode of the podcast. And what we're doing today is we're going to give you an introduction to who we are, what's the purpose of this podcast, and a little bit of background story on what, why we're doing this, and you know, trying to just give you a good introduction to the show and everything we're doing. And uh, to start off with, you know, I pastor a church. Actually, I'm a pastor in Faraday, Louisiana. I have been serving at this church for two years now. I've had wonderful, wonderful, wonderful experiences. I have a wife whose name is Rachel, and we've got a baby on the way, actually. Colt is actually my best friend. Colt, would you like to give your introduction now, sir? Yeah, absolutely. Of course, I'm Colt. Right now, sort of serving as an evangelist, preacher, preaching in different churches when I can, uh, when I get the chance to. <clears throat> also married. My wife is named Emily. Love the gospel. Love Jesus. Uh, all things kind of like that. Yeah, me and Colt actually we met at we met at Lee University in college. Mm-hmm. We didn't know each other before that. We met our freshman year in college through actually another friend, and uh, we've just kind of been friends ever since. And what's that? It's 2021. So what's that now? We met in 2015. My gosh, it's six years. Oh, man. <laughs> I didn't think about that. It's been six years either. since we uh, since we actually met, and we uh, we've been hanging out ever since. And we have pretty common interests. Like me and Colt, we both enjoy drinking coffee. <laughs> so Absolutely. probably on the episode most of the time, you're actually going to hear us talk about what we're drinking that morning because uh, we just really <laughs> we're coffee. We just love coffee. And like today, I'm drinking a French press uh, dark roast made by Community Coffee. Actually, I mean, Colt, what do you got? Uh, today, it is the Seattle's Best 6th Avenue Bistro, also a dark roast, uh, made in a pour-over. That sounds wonderful. Maybe they maybe they might let us do some coffee ads in the future on the show. Because <laughs> <laughs> we do love coffee. That's one of the things that uh, we found out when we first met each other. We both went to, of course, Lee University. And Lee University is the school of the Church of God, where we're also in, ordained. And I actually pastor a Church of God church. Now, a Church of God is a classically Pentecostal denomination. It's based on Wesleyan Pentecostal tradition. So it's Arminian in essence, and they follow more of the Wesleyan holiness movement. However, they, uh, they're they the first Pentecostal denomination actually organized. Um, it was organized before Azusa Street Revival, and it actually had its origins in 1886. Um, 1896 is when they experienced uh, an Azusa type event at the Shearer Schoolhouse Revival. And although it was a uh, Pentecostal, and although it is Pentecostal, it's not crazy. It's not cuckoo. This isn't a cuckoo denomination, right. nor nor am I, nor cult cuckoo. We, we're both gospel preachers, and we'll just be quite up front right now that it is faith by grace through Christ alone. That is salvation. Um, we do not believe that tongues is necessary for salvation. We do not believe that baptism is necessary for salvation. Other sects of Pentecostalism have decided that that is necessary for salvation, and I believe that is absolutely heretical and cold is right there along with me. So right. if you oh. listen, go ahead. So a lot of people, when they uh, <clears throat> hear the word Pentecostal, it's immediately associated uh, typically with one of two things. Uh, first is the prosperity gospel televangelist type of stuff. That is something I would wholeheartedly distance myself from. I think it's a really, to be frank, a stain on American Christianity. And the second thing people typically 
think of when they hear the word Pentecostal is like a, a oneness Pentecostal or Pentecostal holiness, something like that. And that is, again, something I would thoroughly distance myself from. I think the Trinity is one of the core tenets of the Christian faith. That's, again, if you're hearing Pentecostal, don't think either one of those two things about us. Yeah, and since we're talking about it, I mean, oneness Pentecostalism is they claim to be Pentecostal, they claim to be Christian Orthodox, but they call themselves apostolic. And the idea is that, and I'm not trying to be cynical when I say this, is the idea is that for 1900 years, the apostolic teachings disappeared. And in the year 1900, something or another, they just reappeared again. And the apostolic Pentecostal churches are the only churches that are truly biblical and truly apostolic. And that's just ridiculous. We've got 2000 right. years of church history that we need to look Absolutely. at. We got 2000 years of the gospel being carried on. I mean, Jesus Christ said, these are the keys of the kingdom to Peter. And he said, then the gates of hell are not going to prevail against this church. And that, and he never said anything about 18, 1900 years of the church <laughs> just disappearing from the face of the earth and reappearing, you know, in the middle of America. Okay. So it just, that's just one of the things that aggravates me is because they just completely distance themselves from all church history. It's like church history began in the year 1900, which is just absolutely <laughs> wrong. And right. then uh, Apostolic Women's Pentecostals also, they believe that they do not believe in the Trinity, as Colt talked about. And, you know, that's just completely unorthodox. The Church of God, we do affirm the Trinity. It's in one of our doctrinal points. Uh, we believe in the doctrine of the Trinity. That's completely orthodox. That goes all the way back to first century Christianity. The Trinity is a chief Christian uh, teaching. It's one of the tenet Christian te teachings along with Jesus Christ, because we get the understanding of the person and the work of Christ through the doctrine of the Trinity. Right. So that's to, even, to, yeah. as you mentioned, that's our, in our declaration of faith, there's uh, different articles. The first article of the Decla declaration of the faith in the church of God is uh, we believe in one God existing eternally in three persons, namely the father, son, and Holy spirit. So that's, that's right. Again, that's right. Another one of our articles is that we believe in the, uh, in the verbal inspiration of the Bible, and we do. Absolutely. Just because we're Pentecostal does not mean that any sort of spoken word trumps Scripture. I believe that it's possible. I mean, Colt both agree that it is possible that uh, someone has a spoken word. However, I do not believe there's going to be any new revelation that goes above and beyond Scripture. That's no. where a lot of the charismatic and TV evangelists and stuff like you spoke about, that's where they fall, fall, fall far away from the tenets and doctrines of Scripture. That's why so many cessationists are so hard of the charismatic and Pentecostal community is because people just stand up and they declare this prophetic word and everybody around them wants to jump on this prophetic word more than they want right. to do scripture. You know, it's the sad and dangerous thing when you'd rather have a prophet come to your church and speak some word that he claims he got from God than to have somebody read scripture in the middle of your worship service. Absolutely. That, I mean, that's scary. And you know what, Colt? We didn't plan for this episode to turn into this, but it just did. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I, for myself, uh, and again, this is not, not something I planned out, but for me, as far as my identifier, uh, I would say first, obviously, Christian. Yes. Second, Protestant. Third, Arminian. Fourth, Pentecostal. And I would agree with you on that. I would again, absolutely agree with you on all that. All of those things are essential to my faith. All of those things are... Well, it's also in a historical yeah, order. Right, right. I don't know if you planned that, but I did not first, plan that. But that first makes came sense. Christianity, second came the Protestant Reformation, third came Arminian theology, and fourth came Pentecostalism. I mean, that, that's just that's just who we are, mm -hmm. and I would agree with that order also. When somebody asks me who I am or what kind of church I pastor, it's I pastor a Christian church. <laughs> you right. know, I mean, that's right. just that's what I pastor. I don't. A lot of these denomination things really tend to separate a lot of people, especially when you use the name Pentecostal, because like what we was talking about earlier, that. Uh, here in the South, where I am, because I, of course, I pastor in Louisiana, mm -hmm. that 
that group of Pentecostals is very, very large. I mean, just a mile and a half up the road from me, there's a church that I believe it's a UPC church, and they have probably three, four hundred people on a Sunday morning, all of wow. that. Not so. I mean, it's a very large thing down here. Most time when people down here hear Pentecostal, they think, "Oh dear." <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> that's people, just not who we are. People are in here. Of course, I'm more in the Northeast Tennessee, so closer more to the hills and things like that. So people hear Pentecostal, they think snakes. That is true. That I was completely unaware of anything Pentecostal and snake related until like late middle school, early high school. I I can't remember exactly what year it was, but somebody, they asked what church I went to. I don't even know how it came up. And I said, oh, I go to the Church of God's Pentecostal church. And they were, and they got their eyes were, I mean, just absolutely got huge and looked at me. I was like, oh, you go to that church where they handle the snakes. And I was like, what are you talking about? Because fun fact, I am deathly afraid of snakes. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so you are. <laughs> I hate the thing. So no, any kind of snake mess that has, again, nothing nothing to do with the type of Pentecostalism we're talking about. Yeah, I mean, that idea, come, it's, it's a very, very, very small sect in the Appalachian Mountains that believe that you know, the Mark 16, 17, and 18 declares that they have the right to pick right. up saint, snakes. And for those out there that don't know, they also believe that you can drink poison because right. Mark 16, 18 says that they'll pick up serpents. If they drink any deadly poison, it will not hurt them. And they believe literally that you're supposed to pick up rattlesnakes to prove that you have faith and drink bleach from the pulpit. To make sure that you are truly a Christian and you've truly got the spirit inside of you or something like that. I mean, that's just that mm-hmm. is crazy and heretical. And then the funny thing is when you walk on those churches and if you look on the walls, there's a lot of picture of saints and that's because they've died because of the practices in that church. Oh, I didn't know that. Actually. Yes. Yes. So um, that stuff is just dangerous, terrible, heretical, unbiblical against the spirit of Christ and the church. I mean, it, it it's just it, it actually almost honestly adds a work to salvation. You're not truly saved unless you do this work. And that's something that I'm completely against because it, like I said earlier in the episode, it's by faith alone in Christ alone. Yeah. I am a, his grace. first and foremost, I am a five sola Protestant. <laughs> yep. Yep. And for the listeners out there that do not know the five solas, it's uh, sola scriptura. And it's one of the tenets of the reformation that we're going to get our doctrine from scripture alone. That's what sola means. Sola means alone. Sola scriptura. Then there's sola fida, which is faith alone. So we have salvation only through faith alone. And then sola grata, grace alone. Sola de gloria, for the glory of God alone. And then sola Christa or sola Christus, uh, for Christ alone. Mm-hmm. So those are the five solas. And yes, if you're a Protestant, if you're a Christian, those are the five statements that you should say mm-hmm. absolutely. Christ alone, God's glory alone, faith alone, grace alone, scripture alone. And that's what we right. base everything off of. I and mean, that's the way I preach. That's the way Colt preaches. That's the way we, that's what, what we want to do with this podcast. We want to right. make sure we stay with those orthodox, biblical type of doctrines so we don't stray away. And sadly, many have. Well, I'd say that was a good rabbit trail. I that was it. a good rabbit trail. And um, that, that brings us to something else. This is the way we want the episodes to be. We don't want a hard scripted. I mean, I, I like listening to podcasts and <laughs> I listen to a podcast and I can tell that they're obviously scripted. It really just mm-hmm. bothers me. You know, mm-hmm. uh, most podcasts I listen to, I like to listen to ones that have this open 
conversation between people. And that's what we're trying to keep. We want the the type of podcast that we're going to be doing just to open uh, conversation. And of course, that doesn't mean when we gather together, me and Colt, and we're going to record, that doesn't mean we don't have something planned. Because like today, we plan to do an introduction to the show, an introduction to who we are. So that's right. what we're on. And uh, next episode we're going to be releasing is going to be uh, what is the gospel? And we came together and we we made a little bit of planning, but we didn't script anything. Right. I like to keep it non-scripted. So that's what today is. And that's why you get that nice rabbit trail on what we disagree with some people who claim to be Pentecostal and charismatic. <laughs> and I'm sure we're going to, if you that interested you, I'm sure we're going to revisit that topic later on in other episodes. We might even do a whole episode on some sort of uh, what's the difference between a charismatic and a Pentecostal, maybe something like that along the lines. Let's talk about the name of the show, Colt. You came oh. up with the name, so talk about the name. So the name, <clears throat> stemming back to... Uh, we had met a few times before, uh, but one day I think it was, I was kind of friends with Matt's roommate, this freshman year of college, uh, Lee. I was friends with Matt's roommate. I met Matt a couple times, things like that. And I just was bored one weekend. My roommate was out of town and uh, went up there and I was like, oh, hey, Matt's your roommate here. And he's like, no, he's, he's not here. And I'm like, oh, okay. Um, I'm going to go to the cafeteria. You want to go get something to eat? And, oh, yeah, okay, we'll go eat. And then I don't even remember how it came up, but Matt mentioned that he had Super Nintendo ROMs on his computer, which if you don't know, uh, a ROM is basically just a file that lets you play old Super Nintendo games, Nintendo games, whatever you want to play on your computer or whatever you have it on. And uh, that sounded awesome. So we got back at about seven, eight o'clock, and I don't think we were done until about four in the morning. That's pretty and much so, it. <laughs> uh, yeah. So we realized we're both, again, we were both pastoral ministry majors. Um, Realized we both like coffee, things like that. Had a lot in common, and we love video games, nerdy stuff, comic books, all that kind of fun stuff we're both really into. So uh, Super Minion Brothers is kind of a play on words like Super Mario Brothers. Uh, if you've heard, the our intro is the doxology, which if you don't know, don't know what that is, you can look that up. It's an ancient Christian song, but it is an 8-bit, like a NES game or something would be. So again, just a play on we're both Arminians, both love theology, gospel, all that kind of stuff, but we're also both pretty nerdy. Yeah, I, we might have toned down a little bit, and then the Mandalorian came out, and then right. like it all came right back. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> we both love that show. Um, yeah, so the music, like you said, it's the doxology, and when, when some people hear it, they think organ. Don't think organ. It think of an old school video game, and that, that's <laughs> right. kind of and uh, that's kind of like what we're trying to go for because, you know, the way we got our logo and the way we got the name. And so we wanted everything to kind of go with that kind of theme. I don't know if we'll talk about video games much on the show. Probably not. <laughs> that's, not that's not really the purpose of our show, no. but we just kind of liked that theme. We thought it was, we thought it was funny. And I don't know if you know this, but I did a little research yesterday and I was looking through podcasts on Google podcasts and Spotify and Podmean and stuff. Mm-hmm. I only found one other podcast, even with the name Arminian in it, and it was Arminian with an E. And for listeners out there, Arminian, like <laughs> what we are, is spelled with an I. So it's A-R-M-I-N-I-A-N, right? Mm-hmm. That's Jacob Arminius. That's Arminian theology. The other one is spelled with the E, and that is Armenian, like Armenian, mm-hmm. like the country, like the right. people group. And I only found one other podcast, and the way they had it spelled, I'm pretty sure it was for the country because it was also in Russian. So as of, I think you may have something on that. Yeah. As of right uh, now, we're the only podcast. There, there are some Armenian and Wesleyan theology podcasts out there, but we're the only ones with the name Armenian in it. 
that awesome. are doing a podcast on Arminian theology. It's hard enough to get your Arminian straight from your Armenian, but when they're Arminian Armenians, that's when it gets complicated. <laughs> that is when it gets complicated. <laughs> so, like, I, uh, I remember a few times I've tried to Google, like, like when I was first trying to figure out Arminian theology, I'd Google Arminian, but I'd spell it wrong, and it was all this Armenian stuff that would pop up. <laughs> <laughs> all this... Uh, European, East Europe stuff would all just start throwing up on the screen. I was like, what in the world is this? (laughs) And then I soon learned the difference. But that's all we have really for today. Every episode, we're going to close with this verse, and it is a benediction from the book of Hebrews. This is the last verse in the book of Hebrews, pretty much. This is whoever the author of Hebrews is making their closing statements. And at the end of every episode, I want to say this. And the reason is, is it's almost a prayer over you, the listener, Mm -hmm. And it is our favorite benediction in Scripture. So, Cole, if you right. go ahead and do that. Absolutely. Uh, now, the God of peace, who brought up from the dead the great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the eternal covenant, even Jesus our Lord, equip you in every good thing to do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Thank you guys for listening, and we look forward to putting out more episodes, and we look forward for you guys to listen to them. Thank you, guys. Thank you.